are back on a hectic day on the ticket. Water cooler, Oregon and Washington, all but official, joining the Big Ten, um, setting up a new age for college athletics and, and certainly college football and the Big Ten in general. Um, I guess when you when you think about it, it, it's not hard to to think too much about what this means for Nebraska, which is just more trips out to the West Coast. Um, and we really just don't have the answers until you can kind of see divisions. I, again, I think there's a possibility if they go back to divisions or if they, they go to um, pods at Nebraska because they're somewhat Western uh, as far as the current construction yeah. goes, might might really be lumped into those West Coast teams in a pod. Here's what's crazy, Buck. So I, I've during the break, I was thinking more of like scheduling and stuff, right? There's a lot of, and I, I'm I'm paying attention to like Oregon beat writers and and stuff like that. Uh, now, there's a lot of scheduling things that now the Big Ten has to sort out. All the schedules that they sent out for 2024 going to be changed. Yeah. All the schedules that said they said, which frankly might help Nebraska out in 2025. Yes. Um. Very much so. Like very, very much so. Um. But. Also, all the non-cons that like Oregon had scheduled with the Big Ten, gone. Like they're not going to be able to play those as originally scheduled. So, because there's going to be reshuffling, right? Because mm-hmm. like I know Oregon, Oregon has a 2025 and 2026 game scheduled. Okay, so here this comes from James uh, Crepea from the Oregonian says, or he mentions this on a, on a tweet that he says, and he's been one of these that's kind of really been following. Uh, the the whole thing out in Eugene, and he says, uh, Oregon suddenly has five openings from 2024 to 2028. They have a head to head with Michigan State and Ohio State that's now opening up, and Washington has four FCS games that were scheduled, and a Michigan game that was scheduled. Well, you say why does the FCS matter? The Big Ten doesn't allow you to schedule FCS opponents, hmm. right? So. With all that in mind, there, there's going to be a lot of just changes where if, for some odd reason, the conferences don't go to conference-only schedules, but the whole scheduling piece of it, and even for Nebraska, because I know we want to put a Nebraska spin on it, is going to be interesting to see because if they do go divisions, Nebraska's probably going to be on the Western one, uh, one of the more Western schools. They could be involved in Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA, um, if they will, and it's going to be kind of weird because those are going to be the five newest schools and they all kind of feel like they really don't fit in the big 10. Yeah. I mean, your, your traditional thought of kind of the three yards and cloud of dust, uh, conference is changing up yeah. a little bit because uh, you know, there's, there's different kind of a West coast approach now. That's what's in. wild. There's not going to be a big 10 identity. Not at certain regions, I think, but still as a conference as a whole, no. No, not as a conference. Yeah. Like, we, we came in, Nebraska, that is, came in, and it was like, all right, Nebraska's going to switch to this identity of big, you know, big, hard-nosed football, similar to what the Big 12 North used to be, and, and we're going to have this this rejuvenized identity. We've had that under Matt Rule, I suppose. But now it's like, for these teams, you don't really have to. You don't really, I mean, there's because if, if you're lucky enough to where you're able to play in the western part – of the country, maybe you don't need to run the ball, you know, 70% of the time in November out in California. Like, maybe you don't. It's going to be real interesting to see how the game changes. And and again, this has been – football's been making so much money for so long. You know, the NIL, the transfer portal, now conference, conference realignment, all this stuff – 
um, is is basically happening, you know, be, because of that. Now some of the money is being spread uh, spread across, and now the people that had to spread across the money are looking for different ways to make more money. And uh, and and but I, I think it also might be time, and I, I've said this for years too, um, to start to treat it a little bit more like a, a, a professional league. This whole, you know, like any of this stuff being done for athletics in, in the, the student before athlete, right, um, it, it is fading. I mean, it, that, that whole veil of, of doing everything from the NCAA for the student athlete, it's gone. It, it, I mean, it, it, you can't even – it's inarguable at this point. So I think you might have to kind of change the way that you look at it from that standpoint. And I'm not – I mean, the colleges, it, it's basically grandfathered in with, with the teams. So I'm not saying, you know, break away from the colleges or anything. But I think you do. Like, we were listening to the Washington State coach uh, during the break. Uh, Jake Dickert, I believe, is his name. Yep. And, and, you know, he was kind of talking about the travel and, and how much that's going to weigh on, on these college kids. And you just kind of think – I mean, are they going to basically go to just online uh, stuff? I mean, is well, I, and, and and as sad as it is to say, the last three years have shown that you can get a degree online. Right, you can get a degree from the University of Nebraska, basically virtual. Yeah, it may, maybe throughout like the spring classes when football's not in schedule in session, or or vice versa for like basketball and baseball, where in the fall and their their season's not full go, maybe they can go to the few in person that they need to. But I, I feel I think you know I I think also there's something to be said. College athletes talk about it all the time. Where when they're on the buses, they're doing homework. You're gonna have their as I don't mean to sound rude, and I don't want this to come across rude, um, but I don't know how else to phrase it. You're gonna have to do your homework on the plane. Like that's just part of it. Now you're gonna have to take exams on the planes. Like that's just how it's going to be, because they're not going to worry about an exam when you're bringing in 70 million a year. Well, and, I, and again, too, I, I think, it, yeah, it's, it's it, like it, that came across really rude <laughs> well, and, like, is what it and, is. and real, like just, you know, brutal, yeah. but, and I don't mean it that way, but that's just kind of how it's going to be now. It, it, it just, it, it, again, in athletics or, or excuse me, the academic side has kind of been pushed to the, the back in all of this. And, and you know what? I, I guess if there's enough money there, then maybe this should have been the case all along. But I, and I've been arguing for years. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a reason for that necessarily uh, for that to be connected other than the fact that it's grandfathered in. That's kind of where it started with, with was, is with these colleges. Um, but with, with, I mean, this beginning more and more to look like a pro league and everything's done for money reasons um, you know, the, the academic side is, is kind of left behind and you wonder what the, I guess the importance of, of that is how important that is. Do we need to pretend like these football players, um, I suppose are, are on the same level as the other, you know, students? I, I don't think so. So, you know, I, I think you, I think there's just needs to be some re rethought and refocus in that area of it too. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think what's crazy, Bach, um, and we said this yesterday, I mean, during this time frame in August, we're, we're usually talking about, and this is why we're able to go, I mean, it's it's probably going to be two hours of this at some point because Austin and I are going to dive deep in this and, and especially what it means for other sports and look at, like, what does the addition of Oregon basketball do for the Big Ten? And the same way that, like, what does Arizona basketball do for the Big 12? Yeah. It's I mean, it's it's crazy the landscape that's changing in college sports. And I think down the road in 20, 30 years, you might have some shifts again. But this is potentially 
the biggest and most the, the size the, the biggest shift in collegiate athletics that we're ever going to see. Yeah, this is, I mean, because it's the monumental moves that are going to set up for basically the, the pro league yeah. um, that it's going to look like. So like you may, you may have a, you may have a team moving from the, the bit the you know, the big 10 to the, to the, to the big 12, or you might have a team that moves from the mountain West to the big 12, but like that's, we're talking like one or two. Yeah. That, that, it, there's never going to be a, a shift of this caliber throughout all of collegiate athletics, I think, ever again. Yeah, this is... Because as you said, you can never go back. Yeah, the Pac-12 has been around for 100 years or plus or whatever, and today's the day where it will never go back to where it was. So that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Again, those talk more about this on the Happy Hour coming up next all throughout the day on 93.7 The Ticket.